What the fuck is Fabs? Shit is on fire. CVC as always. I think I better leave bro. As always, CVC as always. It's drugs, 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 drugs. You rolled a shit joint. No, that was me, my fault. It's, it's on now. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come for you. I didn't mean to come for you. Nah, bro, like, I'm touched. <laughs> now nah, I'm hacked. I'm triggered. Because, like, what the fuck, bro? Like... I'm sorry. I will, dude. Just because you couldn't light it. I lit it weird. Fuck, bro. Now it's my fault. I'm sorry for gaslighting you. It is what it is. I'm sorry for gaslighting it you. It is what it is. But, yeah, welcome <laughs> back to another episode. guys um and i don't want to lie we i always say this but like we we miss you guys like i was every oh, time i was telling um mo you guys actually meet no mo now that like um sometimes you'll just be chilling and you'll be having a conversation and you'll just be like, yo, I wish this content was being recorded. I mm. wish, like, this specific conversation right now yeah. was shit that we had. Um, but yeah, oh, man, yeah. guys, it's me, you know, always talking. What's up, everyone? My name is Mo. Mo Karte, Mo Easy, Mo Flavor, Mo Bitches, Mo Money, Mo Everything. Yeah, it's cool to be here. I'm always a fan. I've, I've been listening to this podcast. Oh, my brain. Like, you know, regular, regular, regular. Yeah, that's what's up, guys. Uh, it's um, good to be here. Damn, guys. Um, So, like, Mo is my friend. Um, Like, my, my boy. Like, and funny enough, uh, Mo and I have probably known each other for about, what, two years now? Yes. Because um, we, we met when I was in first year. When I met, like, you know, the whole gang, what's her, Pokolwani, Bella, and everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you and know, then you abandoned me. We were like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? I've never heard this before. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> 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 Damn. Okay. We <laughs> met two years ago. Um and like you know, one thing like I think lockdown was really valuable for me is that like it really, really strengthened a lot of my friendships and the relationships I had with people. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's really cool because at a time where people were very much separated from their friends and family, um a lot of the accounts of other people's experiences would be that, like, COVID was deep for them because, you know, it perhaps... Took away a lot. Yeah, or and it, like, hindered yeah. mm. the relationships that they had with people. And for me, like, I think it just made bonds so much stronger. Like, at home, but, like, you know, for the 
most of it was vibes everybody got along um but anyways when i was in job we were still locked down and i got to spend lockdown with my friends mm. when we were all at bg shout out yeah. to your quarters headquarters hotting <laughs> hq <laughs> um and like even just like living together in that space like you know for a constant amount of time like you can't dip to your place when you're like okay good because we're all here and there's no you can go yeah um so no more for then and like you know it's just been most of my brother now um and we did a couple of stuff this year and we were like yo let's get more on here and share these stories yeah 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 guys um where did i meet i think i met luvo at that at that time around covid was was very hectic um i think i took a two, two months, months hiatus from home <laughs> <laughs> and then i left and they were just chill with friends so in that time it was like very important because how i bond with people is just like through music and how in the music they share i feel like that's very that's something that's very special the music that you share with someone because it's like part of you so you will share like music and i saw that okay there's a, there's there's something here there's yeah some relevance. yeah yeah, yeah. friendship and, and yeah. i met and i met here and i met here at at a place kitcheners no oh, kitcheners great day yes great day yes yes i met him once and then it was it was it was lit it was it was a great time damn bro like that day i was like damn who's who's gent and like i got there and i was like mm, who's this gent and then lou was like ah this is mo Moses my friend. Like, oh, oh yeah, cuz nice that was like that was like the first that's the first, first night where like everybody yeah. kind of like just hung out together and mm. stuff, right? Yeah. That was the first time I I got introduced to your circle, your other circle. Yeah, ah last year it was when like you know we were all at rest with Zanele, Palesa, Sinche like we're always going out together and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's when like at least everybody got to meet everybody. That night um was it Marcus's birthday. Big so yeah. Yeah. I wasn't here. Oh yeah, that was that trip you came with the Uber. Yeah, mm, yeah, damn. Okay. <laughs> But like there's always been a question I've had and I've been asking myself and eh and the question being like who is Mo? Like what does Mo what do? What does Mo do? Tell. Uh so I'm a I'm a creative. I, I would like to think that I'm I'm a creative in every sense because I think I have a hand in a lot of things. Um I style, I do uh, music videos, I transcribe, I I do a lot of stuff that's uh, very creative. So I think that um that's the first thing. Um and I'm just like a cool brew, just a cool brew from Soweto, yeah. I I think I would like to call myself the Fresh Prince of Soweto. Oh. <laughs> ทุกคําพูดทุกคําพูดเฟรชเฟรชเฟรชเฟรชออฟโซเวโตบาเลยอ่ะไกส์ไอ้ทิ้งแต่อ่าโมเดลนี่ทิ้งอ่ะมาบ
I think I've always like just assumed an idea of it, but like I don't think yeah. I know specifically. I've never specifically asked like, what do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? Um, I work for for an organization. Um, re- remember that twenty eighteen concert in Soccer City that brought Beyonce, that brought that brought Jay Z. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I work for that company. Yes, yeah. global citizen. Yes. Oh shit! Shit! Shit. Yeah, yeah. What? I don't know. What? That makes sense. Whoa. Fucking makes sense. Why are you not like... It says global <laughs> citizen. Oh my fucking gosh, bro. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just do the digital work, the digital campaigns. I just mobilize people and get people trying to do something. Um, specifically, we focus on social issues, but like that's what I, I do, the How digital do you work. crack into that space? How do I crack finesse? <laughs> I think more, more than anything, um, I am. I also have a history of debating, so I know how to how to finesse my way to into certain things. <laughs> so I got there. Like it was, it's a tough space to get into because even the people that I'm with there have like degrees, have um, organizations, have have a lot of stuff. Our authors, but I'm just there, like a brew from Soweto who just managed to get inside. inside. And I think that's <laughs> that's the moral of the story. Yes. That's how 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 I've done a lot of things. Just wiggle. Yeah. I mean, shout out to you, bro. Shout out to that. Like that's yeah. fucking global citizen. Uh, damn. Like, damn. Yeah, damn. Wish, bro. bro. Um, and, like, um, it's so crazy that, like, it's so crazy. I think it's why we also wanted to bring you in for the episode that, like, um, we were talking about just entering into, like, different spaces mm-hmm. um, and, like, you know, trying to establish ourselves in the industry. And um, before I actually get into, like, my personal chat, see, yeah, bro, you have news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, you have news. Yeah, man. Yeah, you have I don't, news. Thing is, dude, I'm still starting off, so I'm still, like, trying to... Like, you don't have to, like, off. mention names, but I think, like, just... It's yeah. admirable that you're, like, there. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, man, I'm just, like, you know, taking the footsteps, you know, baby steps. Um, now I'm, I've started managing someone. <laughs> Um, and then I also got an email from an agency, casting agency, about uh, voiceover artistry and modeling. So, yeah, you know what? Big shot. You know what? Trying to. Yeah, trying to see where that heads out, you know, trying to experience some shit, trying to move into other spaces. So yeah, we'll see what we'll see what that has to know. Operating, Alpha, man. operating, operating, operating. Hey man, um, and I think that's like the beauty of it. Um, I think, <coughs> in as much as it's always difficult and tricky, and you never know if you're gonna like make it, or sometimes you get like a glimpse of it and it's gone again. Um, it's a thing of like you watch people mm-hmm. and you're like takes time takes like work and obviously you have to commit because even though it looks like you're just going out and grooving it's dead ass a commitment yeah. um, and then when it materializes these are the results mm-hmm. you know um, I think having watched 
some of the people who blew up last year, um, like in their careers, mm-hmm. having at least been in spaces and interacting with them prior to them blowing up and then like just watching that happen and these people becoming like these household names yeah. who are getting booked all over the continent. Um, it was like, damn, <laughs> like I was right here. Like what the I fuck was, was I doing? You know, and it's when like you know we, I'm talking about reverberate, and like sometimes it just seems like this thing we just chill in a room and do, um, and then I remember that like I don't want it to just be that. It's more, mm. but also it's fucking more than that. Mm. Um, so it's a thing of like yeah, keep pushing it, and it's like gonna start off small, but like it's gonna materialize. And like, if it doesn't like happen naturally, fuck, I'll bankroll it when I have money. <laughs> it will happen. Get it? It will happen. Yeah. Cause like Chris Rock, damn, guys. What? It will. Oh. It will happen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> damn, that was lame. That was really lame. <laughs> But yeah, man, moving on, uh, we're introducing the chat to Valentine's. Ba, 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 Boiler ba, 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 room. Curated I by just, your very I, own. Yes, exactly. Goal. I want to start off with a couple of essays when it comes to Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. Firstly, um, the culture here, like the, the, so like the groove culture and just like kind of what contemporary South African culture now looks like, mm-hmm. managed to attract boiler room after a pandemic this is big because you know obviously they try to like launch back with an Mm -hmm. in-person party and everything and they were like the first party to happen in the year Mm -hmm. or at least one of the first um and it's like very much a do or die thing because if they fuck it up they fuck up the the trajectory of just like what the rest of them are gonna look like and they firstly chose to come here because our culture was making so much noise. Yeah. But two, yeah. they got Deb and Gogo to curate it. <laughs> Queen. Queen. Like, that was this crazy. like, but also I think that's so brilliant because dude, like I think everybody who went to a boiler room, and we went to a few, yeah. um, and we're gonna chat about those now now, um, every single person can attest to like having experienced a beautiful set. Yeah. And each there was, night there's no bad sets. Each night was curated by Odep and Gog. Like she probably heard every single song that played from every single artist every single night and had to approve it before going on. Like that's what curating an event means. It's not just like you tell people to pull through. Yeah. Like she put it together. Shout out to her. Shout out to Kobe as well. Bro, a fucking genius. A fucking genius. Uh, <coughs> a fucking genius. But um to the whole team actually. Hey. Like the whole team. Um but we talk boiler room guys. So um we went to the first one. So C and I started off with the first one. Um so like it was like a week long or ten day long festival, right? Yeah. Um so the first one was like on a Tuesday. And yo guys, we were broke. <laughs> yeah, bro, um, broke. We were yo. broke. Like broke. just <laughs> Because it was mid-month, right? And it was fab, bro. Yeah. And we just got back to res. Like, just things were not shangani. We just bought groceries. Like, just like, a difficult yeah. time. But we were like, we can't not go. Mm. Yeah. Right? One, because that is almost an invaluable experience for us to have in our personal capacities. Yeah. But, like, um, we want to come tell you guys about it. 
because it was really cool. Um, but we go on the Tuesday and it was like a kind of panel discussion type of thing. Um, and the panel discussion consisted of Udep and Gogo. Um, it had Ayandam Shongo, um, Musi Swa. Who else was there? Um, who else was there? Was it just the three of them? Um, and then, like, um, the conversation was felicitated by Lamise. Yeah. Um, and they were like just having industry chats, which I think like was what everybody would have expected. But I think like what I appreciated most about it was that like they very much framed the conversation into what those chats mean mm-hmm. for a woman, for women, mm-hmm. or like specifically for like to say a black woman like in this space, you know. Yes. And like I feel like yeah, everybody's like we ought to be representation, but like representation isn't just exclusively having like a female DJ or like a you know a woman in the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Representation ought to mean that like the capacity in which they engage that entire space, they are represented. They so like yeah. um, they were telling us that like yo, that's not happening right now. Like they were like yo, shout out Dip and Coco, you're the queen of yeah, piano, but, but like we got you and Waffles. And like who like how many other people? Like there's so much brilliance within us, but like nobody's like, you know, doing it. And like it's not even that like no one's doing it, but like the space is still inhibiting that to happen. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's not fair. It's really not fair. Twenty twenty two still that's still happening. Yeah, it's still happening. <sighs> yeah. Cause there was even like a chat on so like remember when Waffle starts to blow up? Mm-hmm. Um Literally, TikToks happen, people chat on Twitter and everything. Yeah, and like, all of a sudden. Yeah, so like, not even that, but like, I'm saying all of a sudden oh. people are questioning the legitimacy of her oh, DJing. Oh, yeah, DJing. Like, that's And then, like, um, so like, when other, but like, I, so like, obviously, when Waffle blows up and she's like, you know, DJing and she's a woman, that is um, going to empower other women who are probably wanting to branch out well, and be yeah. a DJ. Yeah. So when those people start popping up, which I think is like a natural thing to expect. Mm. We have TikToks of like gents wearing wigs and not, I don't know what the fuck is going on actually. Yeah. But like we had TikToks on just like, oh yeah, these girls can't DJ. They just like play like sets in jail, like Tulipi, Cod Shade, Sim Bucci, Cod Shade. And Waffles was catching shade. And the chat was like, this girl can't DJ, mm. you know? And the kind of response that I they gave in that discussion wasn't one of, no, she can. It was one of, yo, y'all see that brew who's DJing over there. Mm-hmm. Some guy that we didn't know, because it wasn't even Unlimited Soul. He was there as well, but like he wasn't sitting down. So I'm some guy that we don't know. Yeah. Um, he says, when that brew is playing, y'all were all dancing and popping off, and no one had a single thought about whether or not that brew can DJ. But the second, a girl who's playing a fire set that has the entire crowd moving and is trending for it, we now say that, nah, they can't. They can't. It's weird, dude. I think it's very, it's, it's very weird also because I think the way that the industry is set up is it's set up to not allow for talent or allow for something that's different. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something I can attest to because... Even that time that you were mentioning around Uncle Waffles, I was hearing radio talks. It's like well-known radio people just mentioning that, ha, it seems in South Africa that you just need a pretty face and a panty to just blow up and then you're going to be a DJ. You see chats like that. 
I'm just like, like just cut it. There was this thing yeah. on Twitter where there was like a starter pack, a gold starter pack, and then they put like a bomber and then a bra and then a jean with like panties. Mm. See, like stuff panties. like st- stuff like that discourages people from from coming up or like trying their hand at, at music because they think that if I'm different or if I'm unique, I may never be accepted or I have to be a certain way. Like, Deb and Gogo even had a chat on some, yo, bro, I really fucks with the music, but, like, I also need to make money. Mm. And right now, it's not making enough. She's like, a fire piano song that's gonna probably chart at number one and be, like, a really dope song everybody fucks with that year is gonna have about six people on it. Yeah. Now we have to split profits six ways. Six ways, yeah. (laughs) Excluding production cuts. Now, this song's big. You're big. Like, you're getting, you're, you're gonna obviously get booked, but like, the real money is institutional and clubs aren't enough, yeah. clubs aren't like a legitimate enough structure to be recognized as an institution. And that's why now she starts like, let me cap into this institutional bag and like, you know, run shit up. Boo, 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 boo. Boiler room. Boiler room. Damn. But also, she's booked every yeah, time. Every single weekend. Like, she's UK. booked like, in like five places in the Zambia. UK. Coachella. Yeah. Like she's gonna she's selling out UK. And she's at fucking Coachella with Major League. Crazy. Just Brilliant. power moves. Brilliant. Manifest manifest the Grammy there. <clears throat> manifest shout out to Black Coffee. Shout out to Black Coffee. Uh, bring it back home. <laughs> we are now. <laughs> shout out to Black Coffee. Yes. Yo, you know, Shem. But like yeah guys, like the space is it's 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 growing and it's beautiful. It's Beautiful, and it's not even like resemblant of like you know how like hip hop boosts chats and like kind of spirit and motivation around music culture mm-hmm. in the states. Um, I don't want us to even say that like it's resemblant of that yeah. purely because just like it's not the same, bro. Nah, like it's a culture, bro. Um, it's a culture it's for sure, culture. but like it's its own culture. It's not like one that is a sub of that, yeah. you know. Um, and it's beautiful like we're in so many spaces and it's not just one person and like it's so too nice to know that like all the vocalistic are doing everything in Nigeria bro vocalistic is also making money like that Foka and Davido song Africa loves that song (laughs) that's Africa's song yeah and like I think the beauty of it now is that like the chat has always been like artistry industry doesn't make money and that's always been like one of the like repellent factors that like make people not want to opt into the space or like kind of further the stereotype that is to say that like don't do it because you're not gonna make it Mm. um i think that like people making money moves right now is so important but like mo we missed the other day with tuli p tell us the cheat codes (laughs) tell us the cheat codes we want to crack this thing oh yeah so i went um i think i was at the second conversation with um tuli p just um all panel of just all powerful females in the industry i think um, it was a lock event or a conversation so it was just people who are literally running the piano scene in south africa because um lock is like one of the biggest um, <gasps> labels <laughs> it's it has everyone that you can think of so it was it was it was a good chat i think more than anything there was a lot of stuff that was being said at the um, conversation but one of the most um important ones is that you always have to establish relationships regardless of who you're with or mm-hmm. who 
you are working with, if we are friends and if you're my manager, we still have to have a contract. Mm. We still have to work. We still have to put something on paper because if something is not on paper, that's where the shitty shittiness yeah. starts in the in the industry, right? And just also a chat on how to develop yourself as a artist, right? Because I think what was being mentioned there is that such information is not available, easily available. Yeah. How to break through into the industry because it's like a kept secret. It's very weird because they were mentioned that it's only, it, it seems like it's only South Africa because if you look at the internet, you can never find anything on South, South Africa. You just find stuff about the US, how the US industry is, mm-hmm. right? So, um, out of the things was just trying to move away from structures and systems that hold these artists. So moving away from major labels and trying to do your own stuff as an upcoming artist, you run your own label, own your own masters, because um, literally how these big labels function is off of eating the profit of young artists or like the artists that they have on their Mm. rosters. I think it's a very fucked up system, I won't won't lie, but I think that there was an important chat that that needed to be had. And when I asked them, I asked, why aren't such events available to the public? Yeah, there's like a very strong culture of exclusivity. Like this is our knowledge and we only share it with who we, who we want like to, to share, share it with, with. Yes. and like but it's yes. also a very like i think there's also like a pretty strong attitude of this is my space and i have right. the capacity to actually which is true you fully yeah. have the capacity to let me in or not but like it's a thing of i think it's very aggressively in your face but like yo yeah up. so bad i think that how i can make it easier just like taking like the few key points that i got from like all the speakers i'll mention them so that you can no know take out your so notes you can, <laughs> take out your so you notes. can know like who who's who um first one is like tuli tools quips and she's like the manager of like all the artists the booking agent of the um, the lock, lock um, yes lock she was saying she was, it was a young flex she was saying we have like 28 artists and they're all eating and i'm like oh <laughs> yes so that 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 makes sense because like piano is big so one of the most important things she said was like always try your hand at different things and never be afraid of getting rejected because like this is the industry not everyone is going to like you not everyone's going to fuck with what you do so just try and also wiggle your way through uh, spaces because it's always an opportunity. Don't take it as groove or don't take it as we're going to a party. It's always an opportunity for you to better yourself as if you want your if you want to work in the industry or do something in the industry. Um, the next one was Lebohang Khotadi. Yeah, and then she's the one that handles like the corporate of um, the yeah. corporate side of. Lock. So you see how Puri ha- always has these brands and all of these things on him. She She's the one that handles that. And one thing she stressed a lot was that just investing in yourself before you get to the industry. Just invest in yourself first before we invest in you. Because if you're just presenting us something that we don't see where it's going like yeah you're saying you're doing music but you don't have any links you don't have any music videos you don't have like any shoes what are you doing and that that was mostly a chat so brands usually go for someone that's popping right now so yeah. just try and and and, and 
establish yourself first before you go to brand and establish a strong brand for yourself. Yeah. Uh, who else? Lesejo, yeah, there's Lesejo Palesa Chaka, and she was the law, she handles everything in the contract side. Ooh, and, one th- and one thing she really stressed was that, like, just knowing a contract is very important because people get tied into a lot of shitty contracts in the industry. Like, she was saying just, like, people get tied down by labels, so you find that a person can't use their song for 12 years because they die tied down into a contract, or a person can't... Um, My fucking... A person can't recreate a song because there is something where it states that if you're an artist and a label owns your song, you can recreate it and still sell it. But some clauses allow for 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 that not to happen. So three three things. She was saying that there's a distribution deal, there's a licensing deal, and then there's a 360 deal, right? 360 deal is for like upcoming artists. If you want to establish yourself, you have to give that part of your life away like it's maybe the first five years of your your of your career as a as an artist or if, as someone who does music so wait like five years of your foot, I, like, I don't get checks. if you if you're saying that you're in a 360 deal with sony for perhaps they sign you to a five-year deal for that five years they own everything and you're not going to get anything back and that's that's how most artists start off their what careers. What if like, I peak in those five years? Still, that's, that's not your music. That's, 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 that's their music. Yeah, so it's, it's, it was, they were saying that it's a necessary sacrifice for that, for that first time in your career if you want to get established. We see like big artists, you see how Tory Lanez was, was able to say like, okay, I'm leaving this record label. That's, that mm. that's what happens because you're tied down to a contract. Um, and then there's a distribution deal where the label just purely distributes your music and you just go to them and then they distribute you, they market you and then they put you on their platforms. Um, and then there's a licensing deal where they own your music now, like everything, your masters and everything that you have in paper on that on that song Shit. or like that album. So if you license it out maybe for five years, you can't do anything with that music. They own it. They're going to get rights. They're going to get royalties. And it's a lot of money because even when in every contract, it's like they get 30% or 20%. Those are the stakes. Yeah, because like that's like the average split, 20, 30, yeah. that range. So, yeah, that was, that was the, the, the chats. And the last one was Voyo. And she was like, just basically... Just try and establish yourself and don't wor- wait for anyone. Just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So that was like... Just do it. Yeah. The major <laughs> chats. <laughs> they, those were the major chats that happened yeah. on that day. Yeah. Did y'all get that? Just do it yourself. Did y'all write that shit down? Yeah. Those are like bars, man. Um, I think that like it's so important that we get to have so much more of those conversations. I think my biggest chat is that like they firstly have to become a lot more accessible so in as much as like boiler room was a very accessible event in the sense that like anybody could sign up and show up you need to know some shit about Mm. some shit to know that there's a link out (laughs) or you need to know somebody who knows somebody who got the link (laughs) um 
And if you miss the link, you need to know somebody who knows, knows the guy hosting inside, the thing who's going to put you on so they can open the link like, again for you to put your thing in and then close it. Like, <laughs> it's just um, <laughs> the culture of exclusivity is, I think, firstly, I'm not going to lie, it's probably incredibly important for branding, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, like, everybody wants something exclusive so if i'm marketing exclusivity i'm gonna get stuff cheap internet and tournament last year do games night yeah games night is a banger fucks with it exclusive is hit like people were like yo huh where can i come and it's like it's not like that Mm. right and like it's great like the vibes are great i think like let's not scrap exclusivity like that but like I think that it's equally important to understand the state that we are in in terms of like that chat. So we don't know the strategies, right? Yeah. I think that like what Kai and Zusindam are doing is beautiful. I think totally it's beautiful. Yeah. But like we don't have access to those minds and yeah. like or at the very least those things like they aren't written down. No one like that's why I said we need authors. Like it's not documented. So like even in shit that you're like getting taught at school the contemporary way of doing things is always going to be different from how music is... In fact, it is. The way music was made and distributed, like, freaking 10 years ago, is completely different from how it's happening now. And the people with the minds for it are Ozus, Okai, Otoli, right? And, like, we... They need to write shit down. They need to speak at stuff more and spread it so that, like, it becomes mainstream. Mm -hmm. I think it's beautiful that you can walk around Joburg and know so many artists or so many podcasters because people can like set up a studio in their room make their music and do their shit right Mm -hmm. and that's because making music would be made accessible we need to know how to crack that space and how to make it in there understand the ins and outs and i love them learning but like for it to become bigger right so for us to start having like i think we have very cold, we have cold label chats yeah. in South Africa. Like, mm. we know labels, but also especially now, the way that music distribution works does not even require labels, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's just like, yeah, bro, <laughs> we'll play your shit if you're, if you're yeah. an Apple Music, you know? Um, so it's made that very tricky. And the way in which labels need to operate now, I don't think we're doing that in the country. Mm. Yeah. Except for, like, the people who are doing it, okay? But like Mona, they need to stop be doing it. They need to be doing it like in a larger or wider scale. Preach, big daddy V. Yeah. Preach. What the fuck, V2? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, other than like the chat heavy stuff, guys, um, Boy Room was also like groove. Mm. It was a party. Mo went to all of them. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. Shout ten, out to all. Nine out of ten days. Nine Ooh. out of ten days. Um, yeah. But like, what was the first? What was the first one you hit? Um, the one that went viral. The, the waffles one. Yes. Firstly, <laughs> shout out to the latest blunt rotation I've ever been in. That blunt rotation had a lot of my like had my faves. Yeah. Like, like yeah, my, like yo guys. <laughs> Like, and then it was just, like, all these people. And I was like, damn, that's super vague. But, like, I hope you can feel the energy. One day, like, when, when I'm, like, when they're here, yeah. you know, when they're on yeah. the show and we're all chatting to them, like, you know, like, yo, remember yeah. that time yeah. when we hit that? Um, yeah. <laughs> but shout out to that blunt rotation. But, um, yo, that's the night that waffles. That's the night Mo went viral. 
So like y'all, oh, um, y'all, y'all gonna see a picture more actually because you know you're gonna post some stuff. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So like y'all will see y'all, yeah. y'all, There's a picture of Mo, hands on his head on some ah ah But like yo, that night was in, that, that night was lit. Um, that was the night that like Waffles was there. That's the night that Standard performed. Mm. Ubushi performed. And I was like, hey, go, you're singing. Hey, Ubushi sang that. I night. wasn't there. Um, Sfazo did a set. Yes. Um, who else? Stogi. Stogi as well. Yeah, um, like it was fire. Like that was a crazy lineup that day. Um, like and everybody. Like also other artists. Like you know in the space where they're who just didn't, didn't perform but they were just also there vibing out so it was pretty cool to just be like around them and interact with some of them and everything and then after that one we went to Lockfest um that's when like there was the Maskies set oh, we went to the Maskies 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 Mass music. Mass music. music. I was gonna say mass music, music, bro. Mass music. What the fuck? Sounds like a lit name. Mass keys. Mass keys. Damn. But um, that was a fire set as well. Gabs that also performed that day. Um and who else? Who else performed in Mathes? Um Mr. Kev, Mr. Kev, yes. Gabza. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, TXC. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that mm, whole video we pulled. Yeah, yeah, it was with Fabs. It was so lit. So, after there was what? We didn't open yet. Which was fun. Last week. Yeah. Shit, that was last week. Yes. Feels like it was like two weeks ago or something. It didn't go to the conversations though. Yeah, I had a debating tournament. So like, I literally was speaking the whole day. I didn't get tickets. I finished. I think it was, they were saying VIP at what, what? Ish. Because yeah, I remember Mo kept calling me on some, yo. Yo, yeah, yo, bro, and then like when I got there, I was like, I was calling you because I had these VIP passes, but like, yeah, man, yeah. took the L. <laughs> um, but like, I think it was that was also the night of performances. Like that night, Taliwanga performed. Mm. Um, Papa Papi performed. Chopa. Ooh. That was my first time seeing Chopper actually. For real? Yeah. And that was a dope performance. That was a good time to see Chopper. Yeah. You saw Chopper when he was performing. Oh, yo, guys. Like, I'm still saying Chopper needs to drop that song. Yeah. Chopper needs to drop that. No, she is like, Ivo Lovo. You know, the piano song. Oh, yeah. Like someone broke in and stole his laptop and the deluxe was there. Ooh, so shit. Now, so the deluxe is not dropping. Like I'm so gutted, bro. Like and I feel sorry for him. He's probably so gutted. You know what for? After working on it for so yeah, long. Exactly. Yo, guys. For so long. It's been late. It's been uh, it's been a pretty wild. It's been a yeah, man. Yeah. But like shit, bro. Yo, 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 actually <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Before we actually close off the episode, guys. 
Um, do y'all see the ghost Shumi Blanky <laughs> Lucas Raps mm-hmm. beef? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I knew it was not gonna end well. <laughs> and it was like one person. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Um, it's pretty because I'm um, so happy. Yeah, was bro? How are you gonna attack someone in their own platform? You don't even make music. Bro. Like you shouldn't be right. But like that's the thing. Like I think like so. Okay, context. Ushobi released a diss track to Lucas to Lucas Raps and Blackie. So he was like, you know, he was basically using the backtrack to Big Time Schlapper. And he was like, you know, it was fire though. Ain't gonna lie. Shut up. Ah. No, bro. No, bro. No, this is not fire. It was not fire, dog. Okay, the flow nah, was okay. No, bro. No ways. Yeah, you should. You should be embarrassed, actually. Okay, the flow was nice. You said this in public. The flow was nice. No way. Tell him up, bro. It's fine. I did, niggas. Tell him up, bro. Um. Jeez. Like basically, wow. he was also just talking about how yeah, I have money, I have money, I have money, I have money, and I did this because I have money, and shit. So, anyways, he's like, he wants to just track. He wants like a he wants them to clap back, right? Um, because he's probably like you know pushing his own promo. Because you know, shout out to him and his platform, I guess. Um, but like yeah, so basically, Lucas Rabs tweets on some. Nah, I don't yeah. know what this kid is doing, but like I'm not gonna if I engage. Respond. If I'm responding, I'm, I'm like, like, image. like for me, I have a brand to maintain. <laughs> yeah, um, and like, I can't I'm only just sending this out because yeah. you know, so that like my fans don't expect me to do this. Yeah. Like, but he said something though. That's he, what Shubi said. He, not, he posted. He posted Shubi's number. No, no Blackie did that on Facebook. Now Blackie, Blackie was like, oh, okay. So the first thing Blackie does is. <laughs> he goes on Facebook where he knows like people are gonna call because it's Facebook um, and he says this is my, and under his I own mean, account I mean. under his own account is like this is my new number I've been really busy but please call me here yeah Yo, you know <laughs> so um <laughs> so Upleggy posts um his number on Facebook and sends it out and then Shumi's like, he had to like throw away the SIM card and get it blocked and everything because people were like running it up. The second thing that Blackie does <laughs> is that um, he posts a, so like Shumi's hand posted a video like dancing to Why Me yeah. and then added Blackie. So Blackie shared that on his story yeah. in the midst of like the tension. And then in the second like kind of story slide, he posts like her picture with this girl's eyes looking weird, you know, like Undertaker eyes, mm. and then plays the Undertaker so in the background. And then after that, um, he changes Twitter AV to like this ugly ass picture of Shumi. <laughs> Um, and then she'd be like, just send a thing of, I was expecting you to come for me as a rapper. I what? came for you as a rapper. I think that would have been worse <laughs> than what happened. <laughs> like, but also, like, imagine Rappy, oh, fuck, Rappy, yo, 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 yo. Rappy. Rappy. Is it hot here? Yeah, yeah. Rappy. <laughs> what was the first, what was the other day? Rappy. What was the other one that you said? Maskies. Maskies. <laughs> yo, jeez, bro. Shit. <laughs> 
Perky responding to Philby would have been dumb. Like, he's <laughs> the rapy. <laughs> what the fuck? That sounds like, yo, never mind. Yeah, no. No what? No. Never mind. <laughs> no what? No, never mind. I, you know what, guys? Yeah. Um, shut up, man. This was just us wrapping up chats on, like, you know, what has been a crazy cast couple of two months. Also, also, guys, to all the artists out there, you know, this is us, like, plugging out in, yeah. like, like, information to, like, you know, get through and, like, push through. And, like, yeah, man, we see y'all. And, like, we'd like to, like, have some of y'all on our thingy, on our podcast, but, like, not now. Like, still trying to sort out some shit. And, like, establish ourselves first. Because, like, you know, you heard that. Like, before yeah. we can start getting people to invest in us, we got to start, we like, ourselves and, like, invest in ourselves first. And that's what we're in the middle of doing, I guess. Yeah, so... Shout out to y'all. We see y'all, especially the ones from 045. Like, say shout like out guys, to y'all are always there. Y'all are always engaging. We appreciate oh, yeah. it so much. Um, and like, shout out to Moezy. Um, it was lovely having you on the show, brother. It was lovely. Um, thank you for the insight. I think like, you know, this is gonna be. There was some helpful shit. Like how some helpful shit was said. Whatever there's an opportunity, share love. You just do it. You just do it. Right? Yeah, that's right. what Ricky said. That was Ricky. That was what Ricky this said. This is the multiplication. Yes. This is Believe it. in each other. Yeah, like, man. We're it, guys. Um, but like, we're like, guys, um, we hope that you guys still love us and like, you know, the chats are chatting. Um, and until next time, man, shout out. Shout out. Fast back there, play with an let Let's go. I got the money on me, I got a whole lot of dough. Uh, uh, come in your house, my niggas kick down your door. Uh, yeah, y'all niggas lame, y'all ain't make it dog. Uh, hop in the wall by the tongue, I speak. Yeah, I get a whole pretend and I love what you really be tweaking. Ah, uh, ah, uh, let's go, ah, uh, ah, uh, let's go, ah, uh, ah, uh, let's go, ah. Uh.